Okay, everybody, it's December 13th, 2022. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. And today we're going to talk about social-emotional learning. I have guests from Power My Learning here, which is a really nice company. You can learn more about it at powermylearning.org. Okay, and uh, we've got uh, Judon Shields and uh, Kendra Frank here. We're going to talk about, hey, what their program is over Power My Learning, but B, we're going to focus on the school they worked on in California, which is a Title I school. And they have a, we'll talk about this. They have a nice triangle of student, teacher, parent, and how it all works together and all that, and it did work. So I invited them on, and we're going to see what, what uh, how it all worked and what they did and all that. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's A-C-E-E-D.org, ace-ed.org. Go over there. Everything we do is over there. Our magazine, Equity and Access, this podcast and every podcast we've ever done will be archived over, is, are archived over there. All right. And we also have our seltoday.org and also teacher-retention.com. It's all linked over there, ace-ed.org. And uh, well, I got I got two guests and three. Let's find out who's here, okay? Let's see. Uh, who's at 609? Is that Judon? Is that That's me, Larry. Hi, Judon. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Thanks for having us. Well, are you kidding me? It's my pleasure to have you here. All right, we've also got, let's see, who's that? Someone's at 6, 7, I don't know, I'll find out. Kendra, Kendra hold on. Kendra, is this yes, you? Yes, I'm here. That's Hi, me Kendra. Six, seven, eight. Yes. There Hi. you go. How you doing? I don't know who the 480 is, but we'll move on from that, okay? I just, you know, we have an extra, somebody extra calling in, probably somebody from the company. Okay, so uh, it's just you guys, so we're in good shape here, Okay. Welcome to the show. My name's Larry, and you're going to call me Larry for the entire show. Sound good, Judon? That sounds great, Larry. Thanks, buddy. And speak right into your uh, phone or microphone, whatever you're using. Make sure you speak loud enough. And uh, Judon, you're in New Jersey. Where are you? Well, I'm actually based in uh, California. My wife and I oh. just relocated to Los Angeles. So this is just an old number. I'm, I'm <laughs> born and raised in Philly. So, yep. Buddy, so was I. Where were you born and raised? So I uh, I grew up in South Jersey. Don't tell anybody. And I'll give you that. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I spent ten years of my adult life at Eighth uh, and Gerard. <laughs> I, I was born at Fifty Second and Gerard. How about that? Huh? Oh, right on. There you go. Right on. Good old Gerard yeah. Avenue. <laughs> That's just That's great, right. man. I went That's over Brook High. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. A long, yeah, long my time dad ago. Went to Central, small world. Some my best buddy, a lot of my best buddies who I'm still in touch with went to Central, believe me. Okay? Right Good on. stuff, man. Oh, all right. And Kendra, where are you today? I am in San Francisco. With a 212 area code. I love this. This is just great. Or where are you now? You're at, six, you're at 480. Excuse me. Why do I have a 212 on my sheet? Okay? Why do I have that? Kendra? Yeah, no, I I have a six seven eight, and that is no. left over from Georgia. So I grew up in in <laughs> near Atlanta. So, <laughs> it's good stuff. So the, these are the California kids, everybody. All right, this is Kendra and Judon out there. Okay, uh, Judon <laughs> is an experienced teacher, former principal, district leader. Congratulations on that! And your chief program you. and strategy officer at Power My Learning 
where Kendra oversees the programs for districts and schools that you guys work in nationally. So, ladies first, why don't you, let's do Kendra. Kendra, tell us about the Power, Power My Learning. Just, just go over what the basic program is, all about social-emotional learning, I assume. It is. We have a variety of programming, but we're really excited to just dive into some exciting results that we have with our SEL program with the school that we worked with in San Jose called Gene Meadows Elementary School. And I'm actually going to pass it over to Judon to tell you a little bit more about our global perspective for Power My Learning. Okay, Judon, you're ruined. You heard that segue. Sure. Thank you, Kendra. So, I power my learning. We're a national By the way, Judon, before you do that, tell, tell me what you think of the Eagles. I'm sorry, I forgot to ask. Are you happy this year? Oh, it's it's go birds all the way. And and, yeah, yeah, and right. so I That's was uh, you... I was a, I was a, yep yes. yep I was at the the parade in '17, and I'm hoping for another one. <laughs> and fly back home to do it. Congratulations, man, for both of us. That's okay, right. that's right. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's it's, it's, it's it's the year. Okay, but that, actually, I'm, Kendra I'm just. But but just remember, I'm telling everybody this: the 49ers are an NFL team, and they look good. Just be real careful with those 49ers. There you go. That's all I have to say, Kendra. All right, now we'll get back to SEL and power my learning. Go ahead, Judon. Go ahead. Absolutely. So we're a national nonprofit that seeks to build connection and collaboration between students, teachers, families, um, and you know. Most people hear that and they think, well, that sounds great, and that should happen in a school um, all the same. But we believe that schools don't do enough of this work around the learning process. So we're really good at engaging families for back-to-school night, um, for parent-teacher conference, but we don't often invite them into the learning process. We often say, as a teacher, I'm the expert, and I sort of dictate how this relationship is going to go, as opposed to giving skills on both sides Hmm. to really strengthen the interaction in service of student achievement. Interesting point of view. I love it. Okay. How's it working out? Judah? It's it's working well. We've been in the, the, the work for about 20 years now, and we've evolved quite a bit over time. We, we used to be a company that would equip families with actual computer hardware, and that hardware had educational software loaded onto it. Um, and over time, as you know, technology has evolved. Um, so we had to evolve the way that we situated our services and our programs um, for families and educators. But ultimately, the results of our work speak for themselves. And I think as we talk through that work in Meadows today, you're going to see that really clearly. Yeah. And so, Kendra, I'll ask you this because you're working directly with the school districts. You know, we, I don't know whether they heard me say it before, but we have seltoday.org as part of the work we do, okay, in, in SEL, which we believe is a huge equity question as well. Okay, it's just so darn important these days. It's uh, probably the number one priority, if I may, of just about every school district as far as learning is concerned, because the kids can't learn unless they're emotionally ready to learn. And the pandemic, we knew there were problems before, but the pandemic really took a lot out of us. And it's hard to put the puzzle back together again. And just, if you can, put that whole SEL, uh, social-emotional learning uh, rubric into, into the whole thing of education. And what you're seeing as you as you work with school districts, Kendra. So as you mentioned, the pandemic really created some serious gaps for schools, both in student wellness, their overall happiness, and also yeah. their academic progress. 
And research has showed that um, shows us that integrating SEL practices into academic instruction can really accelerate reading and math outcomes and also improve student behavior and SEL skills. Yeah. Um, and this is something that we found to be true as well. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else, and I'm trying to say this a lot. If kids are not happy, we have a real teacher shortage out there. Okay, and one of the reasons we have a teacher shortage is because people only go back to work at a place that they are happy in, okay, that they enjoy being in, all right? And if people don't like school, and that's an emotional situation, okay, they're not going to go back and become teachers. They're going to not go back to something they didn't enjoy, okay? So part of our effort as, as educators in this day and to create a future workforce for ourselves is to make sure that kids are emotionally having an engaging learning experience where they where they are well liked, well respected, and that, that goes back both ways. And we'll see more and more people become interested in education as a profession. It's all part of the same vicious cycle, if I may. Your thoughts on that, Judon? My brilliant yeah, thoughts. Yeah, you're speaking our you're speaking our language, Larry, and I think. I really appreciate the, the sentiment around teachers because teachers are creating the conditions for that sort of satisfaction with a child's education and how they develop, not just academically, but more holistically um, into well-rounded citizens. And to your point, um, teachers are looking for a holistic approach to education. They don't just want to come back from the pandemic and, and sort of uh, skill and drill or just dump right. knowledge into their students' heads. They're wanting to develop a well-rounded young person and in the process develop deep and meaningful relationships with them too. So, you know, we're seeing it um, start to take on, start to have districts really be interested in building SEL programs. Unfortunately, it's also seen in some places as just another thing. And then there's not always the yeah. energy, the effort, the strategy <clears throat> put behind it for it to take hold in a meaningful way. You know, you're absolutely right, and it can't, it, it, this is a, a key factor. It, it cannot be another thing. And I'll, it has to be incorporated into everything we're doing. And, and one of the great challenges of that is that not a single teacher has ever had a single course in college on how to teach SEL or how to incorporate it into what they're doing. I don't know of any colleges that are doing that. They may be planning on it or thinking about it or whatever, but nobody's doing it. All right. And this is this is why we need companies like yours, because we've got to get people situated in the right place so they can give these skills to the kids and, and learn them themselves, I might add. Right. Right, Kendra. That's correct. Yeah. Thank I you totally for agreeing agree. with me. I'm the yeah. host. Yeah. You have to agree with <laughs> yeah. me. I'm the host. OK. It's cool. Yes. So, Kendra, I, I assume this is you, okay? Ms. San Jose, you're in San Francisco. Talk about what you did at the at the uh, Meadows School. What? Talk, tell, tell us about that school. Of course. So, I began working with uh, Gene Meadows Elementary actually back in 2018, and our primary focus then was just on technology integration in the classroom. But as students started returning to the classroom after being remote for so long, you know, we as an organization knew that we needed to hone in on rebuilding connections and relationships. And we worked on creating our SEL program. And at Meadows, the principal there, her name is Magdalena Moore, and the teachers and staff really made a commitment to rebuild community and create an atmosphere that wow. really would foster student success. That is wonderful. Continue. Keep going. I love yeah, this. so 
we we had a real shared mission as we entered into the new year with our programming. We had three goals that we were going to work on. We wanted to build teacher capacity to support students' social-emotional learning and academic skills. We wanted to improve student behavior and social-emotional skills, and we also wanted to strengthen that connection with their families. It's so good. By the way, Meadow School is a Title I school, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So there were challenges, okay, over there. And the, the principal, Ms. Moore, was smart enough to figure out that there are challenges. One thing I don't understand, when, when you said at the beginning you were there to uh, put um, technology, or just, uh, the way you phrase it, did, uh, put technology into the schools, is that is that what you guys do? Tell, tell me about how that affects Power, power My Learning. Help me out there. Yeah, put that, that together. Was- that was really our, our focus before the pandemic. We worked with teachers on how to utilize some online programming to support reading and math in the classroom. Um, huh. But we really made that we made that pivot uh, to really focus more on things like building social emotional learning skills throughout the day. Well, that's, this is interesting. Now, now I want to go in a little attack. How did you, what did you, what, what was that switch like, Judon? What did you, what did you guys actually do when we talk about that pivot? Sure. So, as I mentioned earlier, we used to be in the business of equipping families with actual hardware, um, and this was a way to reinforce learning oh, wow. at home through through educational software on on the computer. So, you know, when we were based in New York, we're now a re- remote organization. Families would come out to us. Um, we would sort of do these workshops and train them on how to use the the software, and then they would go home and really have meaningful learning reinforcement with their student. We've now evolved. We have a tech tool called Family Playlist, and that tech tool allows for um, bite-sized learning reinforcement through play. Um, So they're like game-based activities, things that young people can do at home with their families, they give families an insight into what they're learning and also connect them back to the learning process. I want you, Judon, I want you to do this. Define your, I want, I'm getting deeper into the weeds here with Power My Learning. Define the company to me. How do you define the company? What, what are you? Sure. Are you a, I don't want to ask, are you an SEL company? Are you a curriculum company? Are you a professional development company? Are you a technology company dealing with parents to school communication. I'm really curious about how you define your company. This is great. Go ahead. Absolutely. And I think, you know, our generic umbrella is that we're capacity builders. And I use that term because that can take many forms. So we offer professional development to teachers in order to grow their skill set on developing more deep connections with young people in the classroom. That's both instructionally as well as through um, SEL. And again, we see that as connected, like integrated, not just um, standalone skills. We also offer workshops to families as a way to bridge the gap between school and community partnership. And we actually call that allyship because we believe that the way that most schools do engagement is a one-way street. And we say, no, there are funds of knowledge that families and communities bring to the table that are very, very important in the learning process. Um, And then we're also uh, starting to work with leaders because we realize that leaders both at the school and the district level really build the the conditions for anything like 
social-emotional learning or culturally responsive education to take hold. Um, so we really, we, we call it the triangle of learning relationships, acknowledging that there are multiple stakeholders that need to work in concert with shared responsibility and power to better serve students. So, so you, I'm finding this absolutely fascinating. It's a different tack from what I was planning to go on. So this is just, this is just great. Okay. So basically, you, you folks, okay, or power my learning, are really, if, if the way I'm hearing it, consultants to school districts and helping them build community relations for learning. Okay. Would that be a good way to say it? I'm just trying to picture it in my head. Again, Judon. It is. It is, and we're also, you know, we also develop very clear and explicit skills within teachers, within leaders, and within families. And again, it's geared towards getting to a place where all three parties are meaningfully connected back to the student wow. and working together to strengthen the outcomes for, for students. Um, and again, a lot of schools don't do this as it relates to learning. That's where they sort of close the door on families. And we say, no, families should absolutely be invited into things related to learning, not just homework, not just back to school night, but all of the things that encompass the learning process for the student. And, and I think this is important for something else, if I may, and uh, I'll just throw this out there. We're real concerned, as everybody is, about the teacher shortage, which really means that we can't afford to lose any teachers, all right? And what you folks do, to me, is helping teachers under, build the power of their skills, okay? They'll also learn some SEL for themselves along the way, but it's, it's putting a whole team together, okay? And when they are so, so engaged and more engaged with the community, uh, uh, less of a feeling of frustration, uh, okay, it, it happens, and it, it, it makes for a, a more content educator, if I may. What are your thoughts on that, Kendra? How does it affect the teachers? Yeah, the, the teachers really see how positive this work can be. Um, and working with Meadows last year, teachers were able to build deeper connections with their students. Yeah. They saw that truly have a ripple effect in the classroom as well when it came to not only the behaviors that they were seeing in the classroom, but also academically. So it's, it's really powerful. It's interesting. This is really interesting. So what kind of a strategy, Kendra, stay with me, what kind of a strategy, like you know, one or two strategies that the teachers implemented, that you guys implemented and told them, helped them with at Meadows that made all this work? Sure. So I can share a couple of things. Share um, it. I can start with something called a dialogue journal. So uh, a teacher named Erin Cardona taught sixth grade last year, and she used dialogue journals in her classroom to connect with her students. Students wrote journal entries in an online Google Doc or an actual physical notebook, and she would respond to them. And these entries weren't <laughs> graded or corrected. Students right. were able to share things that normally they wouldn't share, and she saw how powerful these conversations became. Wow. And these wow. re results really brought to life the research around sense of belonging. She saw mm -hmm. that students were more engaged, and they were also better equipped to build relationships with their peers around them. Now, what about the teachers? What was the reaction of the teachers? That's the kids. What's the teachers? The teachers had felt, Erin had shared that she had previously felt like a disconnect. 
She oh. has always been a teacher who's prioritized relationships in her classroom, and that was something that's been her focus before the pandemic. But after the pandemic, she saw that those connections were a little bit harder to build, and dialogue journals really gave her another yeah. way to her students and, and have, that, have that conversation, have that dialogue again. This is excellent. And what was the, what was the, what was another uh, strategy? Sure. Can so um, another sixth grade teacher, his name is Rick Drury. He implemented student-led conferences in the spring. So he talked about accountability yeah. with the students and the steps that they needed to take to achieve their goals. And these conversations really built trust with his students. Um, you know, when students sense that the teachers respect them, they trust their teachers more. And afterwards, his students actually thanked him. And families were impressed when they sure. saw their kiddos able to sure. lead the conferences and own how they were doing in their classroom. And they were also able to share what next steps they needed to take to achieve the goals that they had set for themselves. And Kendra, how did you guys at Power My Learning actually interact with the teachers? Were you literally there on site and meeting with them once a week? Were you there for six months? Was the whole thing done over technology? How did you actually get together with with all these folks? So the programming last year was done completely remote. We did online educator workshops, and then we worked with small groups of teachers in what we call educator workshop coaching. So we extended the learning from the professional development that they received. And I just, I, I love that that is something that we do because as a former teacher myself, we would have <laughs> one-off PDs. I would really like oh, yeah. the content Terrible. that I received. But that was the yeah. end of it. it there wasn't yeah. an extension yeah. to that, and this really allows the conversation to continue. Wow, it, it, it is really good. And you, you said last year you were remote. Are you, are you working in person now, or is it still mostly remote? It's still mostly remote. Um, with Meadows, I mm -hmm. had been working in person, um, but we really want to be able to grow this program nationally. And since we don't have coaches all over, we're really trying to of see course. the impact that we can have remotely as well well that, that's a, i hate to say it because the pandemic really sucked okay a lot of people died and it was so disruptive but some good things came out of it and one of the good things is that we realized that we can work remotely with a lot more people than we thought we could when everybody got used to that it opened up a, a bigger world of communications okay and that's that's key stuff and it's important that you said that, okay? I, I love that. So now, Judah, back to you. When the principal in this case, okay, in the San Jose school, Ms. Moore, okay, she was the one who who um, who, who put this all together, or did it come from the the district level, Judah? It it came from Principal Moore, and I think one of the things wow. in reflection about the wow. partnership that we really admire is that. You know, a lot of school and district leaders emerging from the pandemic focused their eyes directly towards recovering academic gaps. And while we acknowledge that that is critically important, again, from a holistic standpoint, there were so many social-emotional gaps that young people experienced as a result of the pandemic that needed to be rectified in concert with their academic gaps in order for them to really get back on track. So. Principal Moore saw that, she understood that, she knew wow. the needs of her community, and then reached out to us and said, how can you help? Like, what can you do to really elevate and, and promote the strategy that I want to enact? 
Um, so in many ways, without Coach. her vision, this work wasn't possible. Yeah, I, I'm really impressed with her. Okay, it's incredible, and I have to say, it's it's not easy for a principal to do this. Okay, you know, you normally this kind of thing comes from. Well, I don't know actually, Judon. Does it mostly come from the district level or the school level in your work? That's a good I, question. I would say that when I when I've seen it done at the district level, and there is a commitment to a broader strategy, the work is more sustainable. And and yeah. as you know. While districts are held to accountability metrics around academics, there are not yet strong accountability measures in place for social-emotional learning. <laughs> yeah. so in many ways, when, when a school or a district leader opts into this, you know, they, they take a chance. They take, take a risk professionally. Um, but when they do it and when they commit time and development and support to it in service of their educators, that's where we find that it's most powerfully successful. Well, it's, it's, it's really just – it's a very, very interesting concept that you guys have developed here, and I, and I, I really like this. Okay, it's really just something that that other districts need to look at. Okay, it's it's, it's very, very, very good. Let's finish it up, Judon. Finish it up for me. Bring it home. Sure. So, yeah, to your point, Larry, um, we encourage all districts to be thinking differently about education right now. You know, we have an opportunity where we can really yeah. reimagine what a holistic approach to educating our young people looks like. And to your earlier point, they really need to have a vision for what our young people are going to be after they graduate yeah. high school. Like who are they when they go out into the world of work? And so, you know, if you talk to local businesses and if you talk to people who are hiring our young people, they will tell you the skills that they lack and what they need. And many of them point back to social emotional learning. That's right. How do I, sort of manage myself? How do I set goals for myself? How do I advocate for myself? How do I build and sustain strong relationships? So, you know, if you are a school or a district leader who's listening to this and you say, I want to develop a strong commitment to SEL, check us out. Reach out to us. Like, we are in the business of helping to honor and set a strategy with you and building the capacity within your community to do this work. You brought it home, my friend. That's pretty darn good. It's powermylearning.org, everybody. That's Judon DeShields and Kendra Frank. Kendra, do you want to finish up? What, what do you have to say, my dear? I'm just, thank you for having us here this morning. Oh, you know, the work that um, we've done with Meadows has been something that I'm really proud of and happy be. to spread the word and, and all the wonderful things that uh, Magdalena Moore is doing and her teachers and staff and so just excited that I got the opportunity to to speak with you this morning Larry. Well I'm glad we were able to get the message out there. It, it, it's it's fun to see something that you do really have an impact isn't it? It's just great. It okay? is. It's, it's the yeah, best. You know and it that's the whole point. It, there's an impact okay that, that, that you can see. It's just great. Okay everybody powerbylearning.org. Thank you Judah and good luck to those eagles right my friend? Good luck. Thank you, Larry. Go birds. Go birds. You got it, my friend. Kendra, bad luck to the Niners, so I really like them. <laughs> yeah. okay. right, I want them to win everything, but when they go into the NFL championship game, they got to lose to the Eagles. That's all. That's it. Just that's all we need. Okay. So, there we go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this was just right. great. It was a pleasure to have you here. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye bye. That's Judon from Philadelphia. Eagles fan, Judon DeShields, who's the uh, Chief Program and Strategy Officer over at PowerMyLearning.org, and that's uh, Kendra Frank, who works there as well. Uh, check it out. It's pretty interesting. We're going to archive over at ACE, 
Ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thank you for listening.